0: Welcome to the PL Surge podcast, where we highlight and explore CNCSS professional learning journeys. I'm your host, Amanda Nix, and I will once again be joined by Brian Hampton. Brian, our Engage 21 conference is happening virtually this summer during the weeks of July 12th through the 15th and July 19th through the 22nd. Today, our guest shares her enthusiasm for Engage. She has been both an attendee and a presenter.
1: Exactly. Our guest today is Hayana Mims from Kimwood Middle. Hayana has some useful insights and helpful tips for engaged participants and for presenters. And she also brings a level of excitement about the conference that's really inspiring and motivating.
2: Welcome, Hayana. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, I'm Hayana Mims. I'm a seventh grade science teacher at Kimwood Middle School here in Clarksville. I'm originally from South Carolina, I've been teaching for seven years, four of those years were in Alabama, and then I've spent the last three years here in Clarksville, Montgomery County. There is a connection here because I did, um, I'm a military brat, so my dad uh, was stationed here when I was five years old, and I attended Hazelwood Elementary, where I um, had the pleasure of being a student of Ms. McKinley um, at Hazelwood Elementary School, and she was the one who actually inspired me to be a teacher, so a lot of my passion for teacher- teaching actually came out of Clarksville.
1: I had no idea of the Clarksville connection. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's really cool. It sort of came full circle.
2: Yes. How many years were you here as an elementary student? Just one. We ended up PCSing. I was here, I think when I was three, and then we ended up PCSing like the end of my kindergarten school year. So I was really upset because of course she was one of my favorite teachers. I still remember her classroom so vividly because she was just she was amazing. So, <laughs> Ms. McKinley, if you're out there, just know that you're definitely the inspiration for me um, being a teacher today.
1: So, for those of us who are not in the know, what does PCSing mean?
2: Okay. So, I'm a military spouse. And so, every so often, we just um, go to different duty stations. So I think I don't even know. It's just no, it's change of duty station, but we always just say PCS. And so, okay. Um, My husband was stationed in Texas, and I was in Alabama while he was stationed in Texas because I actually joined uh, Teach for America after college, and so I taught in Alabama
1: for four years. Wow, that must have been really difficult.
2: It was, it was very difficult. We were long distance, but um, he knew that I had a passion for teaching. And so he was very patient. But then when it was time for his second duty station, he was like, you're definitely coming to Clarksville with me. And I told him, of course I am. You know, I'm excited to come to Clarksville. So thinking about your role at Kenwood Middle, Mm -hmm. how has that changed during the pandemic? Oh, so I um, am a traditional teacher. So I've been teaching with my students since September, I've been in the classroom. However, I do teach science, which tends to be a very hands on collaborative content. So it's been very different, um, working with students with the precautions and we're social distancing and we have our mask but um, of course. I've had plenty of engaged conferences that pretty much prepared me for this moment with teaching virtually, so I've had a pretty good experience this this year, and I was able to pass it on to colleagues as well as they prepare to teach virtually this year.
1: Okay, so as an educator, what have been some of the highlights of your experience in this very unusual school year?
2: Some of the highlights have definitely been just the relationships that I've built with students and my colleagues. So I think because the school year ended so abruptly last year, um, one thing that I definitely encouraged myself to do was just build these relationships because you just never know when you're going to switch from being traditional to remote or when you're not going to be able to see your students. So a lot of uh, time was spent this year just building those relationships, even with masks, even with social distancing, just really getting to know our students and also working with them from the social emotional um, side as well.
0: So the Engage 21 conference is just right around the corner. It will be July 12th through the 15th and July 19th through the 22nd. So when you experienced your first Engage conference, what was that like and what made a big impression on you?
2: So I attended my first Engage conference this summer of 2018, and I was starting my first year. Of course, here at CMCSS, I was coming from a school district that you know, had no one-to-one technology. We had a laptop cart. So I didn't have any idea how to, you know, pretty much provide a classroom or classroom instruction where my students were utilizing one-to-one technology. Um, But luckily, my principal, Dr. Heaston, was like, well, you should, you know, take advantage of our Engage conference during the summer. I was like, okay. So I went in, pretty much registered for all the classes that I could. I think I attended sessions that were like at 745 because I was just so excited to get all this information. I remember doing um, blended learning and differentiation in the the science classroom, as well as some like technology integration apps that were really awesome. So it was a really awesome experience. I remember um, going to Kenwood High School and everyone was so excited. I'm just looking like, wow, this is really, it just felt like a field trip almost because there was was food and um, T-shirts and prizes. And I'm just like, wow, they are really excited about this professional learning opportunity. Coming from Alabama, it was very independent. You know, when we had to do professional learning, we told our principal, hey, we want to go to this conference during the summer. And they would, you know, get us there. But it just wasn't the same experience that I I had with Engage. So I was really excited that first year.
1: Uh, You talked about the blended learning. You talked Mm -hmm. about it previously. Do you have an example, like a specific example in your classroom of how your students responded to the lessons that you were presenting based on the information that you got from the Engage sessions.
2: Well, I remember um, going in and taking that information and just knowing that I wanted to utilize it as well. So I ended up uh, developing some science stations that my students were doing. And I actually told my students, you know, um, I always try to preach to my students about being lifelong learners. Mm -hmm. And I would expect the same thing for teachers. So I told them, you know, hey, I went to this conference this past summer and I learned some really cool techniques. I'm going to do those techniques with you guys this year. And my students did a really good job of just kind of following along. And I really uh, contribute that to um, that workshop that I went to during the Engage conference.
0: So you've also presented at Engage. Yes. What was
2: that experience like for you? I was nervous because um, so I attended Engage conference in 2018. Then I attended again in 2019. I think I went to both the June and the July uh, sessions because I was just really excited. And so I knew that next year that um, I really wanted to just present because I felt like I had some cool things going on in my classroom, but you had to submit a proposal. And I was like, dang, I don't know if you know, my content is going to be something that's going to be of interest to everyone else. But luckily, I guess I was so passionate about, it, I ended up submitting that proposal and it got approved. And next thing I knew, I was a presenter. And then that was a whole different experience because now instead of uh, teaching students like I typically do, I'm going to have to start teaching other teachers. And so I was really nervous um, about that. But there were some things that were provided to us that allowed me to, to work my way with presenting.
1: Then that that's actually something that we were curious about. We often Mm -hmm. hear people hear teachers who are first time presenters or even people who have presented before express, uh, you know, a little bit of anxiety, or sometimes a lot of anxiety Mm -hmm. about uh, submitting proposals and then also jumping in there and presenting. So since you did have some anxiety, how did you work through that?
2: Well, the good thing is you're not just thrown into the presenter um, position. There was some presenter courses that we had to take as far as training. And so that was really nice. I also had a meeting um, with my host. And I guess that's a little different because last year I ended up uh, doing the virtual Engage Conference versus traditional. So that was another set of nerves that came in because I, you know, imagined kind of giving that information face to face. And then we found out, no, it's going to have to be virtually. And so I had to meet with my host. But uh, Ariel Parker, she was actually my host that I got to meet with and uh, plan my presentation as well. And so um, I wasn't just thrown in the situation. I was able to, you know, get that training in as well as um, meeting other teachers who had already presented like the previous years before and getting some advice from them as well.
0: Did anything surprise you about how your session unfolded as compared to
2: how you envisioned it unfolding? How'd that go? Well, it really was a learning experience for me. I really think it almost prepared a lot of us for this year believe it or not, because we were all on this Zoom conference, we were utilizing breakout rooms and interactive um, activities like Jamboard and Padlet. And so it was almost like not only was I presenting my information, but I was also teaching teachers how to utilize the information that I was presenting um, in a virtual classroom as well.
1: Uh, presenting to your colleagues then, how was that different from presenting uh, your, you know, in a regular classroom with your, with your students?
2: So, um, of course, you're teaching adults, and that's going to be a lot different because teachers are a lot more self-directed. They're very problem-centered, but there's also this relevance piece that you want to bring to your teachers because you want them to be able to utilize your information um, in their classroom. So, um, I guess really just guiding with the idea that I wanted to make the information as relevant as possible to teachers because I wanted them. I knew I was going to be um, experiencing some participants that were probably in their first first few years of teaching. And then I had participants that had been teaching for 20 years. So I wanted to make sure that my information would be uh, relevant for both classrooms or both types of teachers, whether they were a new teacher or a veteran teacher. So what
0: tips would you give to first-time engage attendees to help them get the most out of their experience?
2: I would tell them to plan. Plan. There's um the app is really awesome for adding, I think certain sessions to your agenda. And so that's where I would start, go back and think about some um some things that you want to work on in your classroom, whether that's classroom management, certain instructional practices. Um, go back to your observations and your evaluations and see what type of feedback you got and figure out some ways that you want to incorporate certain things into your classroom. Because honestly, there is a session for everything. You almost feel overwhelmed because there's so many sessions that you could go to um, and you're wanting to fit them all into that schedule. So definitely plan ahead of time. That way you're aware of uh, what type of uh, information you're wanting to get from those sessions.
1: What advice would you give to teachers who are considering presenting at Engage for the very first time?
2: I would definitely tell them that as long as you're passionate about your content, it's going to come off that way for the teachers that you're presenting to, but also making sure that you um, understand that you're teaching adults. So there's going to be a difference in the way that you present information to adults versus students, you're going to have to, you know, put some interactive pieces, but just understand that, uh, that feedback that you're going to be getting from those teachers are also going to help shape you as a presenter and hopefully you'll continue to present every year or encourage other teachers to present as well. So you're not presenting this summer, correct? I'm not presenting this summer. (laughs) But you would be if you could, right? I would be if I could, definitely, for sure. So
0: tell us um, about your future
2: plans. Okay, well, actually, I'm getting my degree in educational, um, leadership, um, at Baylor university. So I'm getting my educational doctorate. So I'm working towards that right now. And so I knew this summer, I wanted to focus on that, but we're also going to PCS to Virginia. So I'm, um, preparing to teach in Virginia as well next year. Well, you will have so much to offer them. Definitely. I know. And, you know, I was just telling, um, uh, one of my classmates, uh, when we're looking at our problem of practice, we're trying to figure out uh, problems in our school systems and our states. And a lot of teachers are actually um, working towards that professional development piece, where they feel like a lot of new teachers aren't getting that information. And so I told them about the Engage Conference. I'm like, oh, hey, my school system does the Engage Conference every year. And you know, that might be something that you guys could consider offering your teachers so that you have these teachers that are teaching about content that they're also um, very passionate about.
1: I was when you were talking about preparing for teaching people who have been in the classroom for 20 years. Yes. What is that? How do you think through that? I mean, because if you haven't been in the classroom for 20 years, how do you think for someone who has been in the classroom for 20 years?
2: Um, I think you have to appreciate those experiences. So I would utilize their expertise in your presentation and have them talk about things that they're doing in their classrooms. Um, As far as I know, I know there is a question about advice. Maybe doing a survey before your session and, and trying to see what your participants do know and what they don't know. That way you can decide um, which info, you know, how you want to, I guess, cater your information to specific types of teachers, whether they're veteran teachers or new teachers as well.
1: Oh, that's great advice. So how do you deploy surveys in a situation like that?
2: I would just do um, a simple Google form. I know that you get a list of your participants in their emails as well. And so go ahead and send out a Google form or any survey app about uh, what your session is going to be on. If you want to get some information regarding some things that they may already know because they're teachers. So they may already know a bit of information. They just want to figure out ways to apply the content that you're teaching into their classrooms. So tell us what you presented at Engage 20. I presented on five E science lessons. So that was another thing back in 2018. I was really nervous about because Tennessee had just adopted new science standards. So we were doing all of these um, conferences and sessions on how we were going to utilize these uh, new science standards in our classroom. So I wanted to present a way for teachers to um, pretty much, I guess, cater their lesson plan to the new science standards. So instead of the I do, we do, you do technique that we've Typically, I've done in the past, um, 5E science lessons are situated uh, where the student is exploring first, and then the teacher goes in and explains. So you're pretty much using those prior experiences that your, teacher, that your students have to engage them in the content. Then they're exploring it on their own. Then you go into the explanation um, aspect that kind of brings in the teacher's knowledge, and then you have your students go from there. So I wanted teachers to kind of think differently about how they lesson plan with our new science standards.
0: So after Engage, did you get some survey feedback? And if so, how did you use that? Or what lessons did you learn? Um, So yeah, we
2: did get a survey. Um, We did two surveys. So I did some information about, um, I think I surveyed them before about, you know, how much information they knew about 5e science lessons. And so after I wanted to make sure that I kind of met that clear target. But then I also had some really good feedback as far as the information that I presented, um, how I could apply it to a lot of teachers were going virtual that year. And so they wanted to figure out ways that they could incorporate 5E science lessons with schools PLP, which is our virtual learning platform. And so I knew that um, I also had to be prepared to present that information to teachers that weren't teaching traditionally, um, because I think that I did kind of go about it um, with the idea that it was more fit for a traditional classroom. But luckily, I had some virtual teachers and some veteran teachers who were able to tell me no I think this could really be utilized in the virtual classroom as well.
1: So if you had a wish list for engage uh, I mean even though even though you're not going to be here but Uh if you did have a wish list what kinds of things would be on it?
2: With uh, our current pandemic, um, definitely some blended learning techniques and um, getting students to participate in that virtual learning environment. I can imagine that this year's Engage Conference is going to be a lot of um, that student engagement piece virtually because that has been our reality for the past year. Um, But another big part of my wish list, I noticed that uh, Steve Spangler is going to be speaking. Uh And I'm so excited for that because any science teacher will tell you that we are we, we are amazed by him. So I just think it's very amazing that you guys were able to pull him as our guest speaker this year as well.
0: We are super excited about that. Yes. Karen Harper was able to get him here. And I mean, it's going to be such a treat for sure. For sure. You are amazing. Like you, like I can just feel the rock star teacher just, you know, radiating <laughs> off of you. I would thank love to you. be in your classroom. Yeah, yeah
1: it's true. So it's much. true.
2: So have you always taught middle school? No, I've taught four years in high school, and then when I came to Clarksville, I decided, you know, I would try um, middle school. I actually interviewed for a lot of high school positions, and I met Dr. Houston, and he was so energetic. And I was like, you know what? I think I'll consider teaching middle school just for you. And I've really enjoyed it. Um, there's been a lot of experiences that I've had in middle school that I doubt I'd ever have in high school. So it's been it's been really great. He has such a like outgoing,
0: oh. uplifting <laughs> personality. So, so
2: so much energy. We'll get emails at like four o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, man, you're already up ready to go about the day at four o'clock in the morning. And then he's running around the high school in the morning. So he's a very energetic, um, principal for sure.
0: (laughs) Tell us about, I'm sure you've been involved with getting the STEM designation. Yes. So tell us a little bit about that experience.
2: So, yes, I'm a STEM pilot member. Um, and so we've been preparing to become a STEM designated school for next year. We just ended our interview process, but, uh, this year was, there were some challenges, you know, we had to try to incorporate some virtual learning into our STEM PBL. We wanted to get our virtual students um, involved as well because they should have that connection to STEM just as much as us, but it was nice. There were some things that we typically uh, probably wouldn't be able to do. Um, like go on a field trip to West Creek high school because of the, the, I guess the scheduling, but we actually interviewed with the West Creek high school criminal justice academy and our students have interviewed with Mana cafe and there's just been a lot of experiences that we've done this year to prepare for our stem designation it was exciting for you guys yes yeah, so so exciting the kids are super excited about it and, and i was really excited about it so it's a nice experience so much good stuff Brian. <laughs> yes
1: yes um so i just want to again say thank you uh, no problem. This, this has really been an inspiration you you are an inspiration um, and so again, thank you so much for sharing your time and uh, sharing your journey with us.
2: No problem. i've I've really enjoyed it. And I would love to speak more about the Engage Conference if you need me to, because it's definitely one of the most um, valuable aspects that I've had working in this school district.
1: And uh, and also, this is the last episode of our first season.
0: Oh, wow. And so we're
1: going to end on such a high note. This is yeah. brilliant.
0: We were super excited about your episode. We thought, oh, it's going to be amazing. And it's the last one. And I don't oh. just make it yeah.
2: even you know, more it's, exciting.
1: It's sort of bittersweet because you're going to be leaving.
2: I know. Uh, Trust yeah. me. I do not want to leave. I told my husband, I'm like, are you sure you have our orders yet? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, no, I, I really don't want to leave. I love working for this school district. I've really enjoyed the experiences that I've had. And Um, But the good thing is, I think there's so many good things going on in CMCSS that I can possibly pass that along to other school districts as well on our journey.
0: Thank you again to our guest Hayana Mims, for joining us today. And thank you to our listeners. The PL Surge podcast is powered by your learning journey. If you have a professional learning story you'd like to share, you can reach us at plsurge at cmcss.net.
1: This podcast is produced and edited by the Professional Learning Team and the Clarksville-Montgomery County School System. In addition to today's guest, we would also like to give special thanks for this episode to Dr. Marlon Easton, Principal of Kimwood Middle. We would also like to give thanks to Miss McKinley, wherever you are. Until next time, keep learning and keep journeying.